Hello and welcome to Morning Fuel. I am your host, John Bundy, and you are here because you believe in the power of the spoken word and its ability to change lives, and that by sharing our stories, we can help others to overcome challenges that they cannot overcome on their own. Whether it's a victory you need to win in business or in your own personal life, you understand that answers can be found in listening to others who are willing to share their stories, knowing that their story ultimately doesn't belong to them. All right, today's guest, a model, actor, singer, and an aspiring booking agent. When asked what his keys to keeping himself productive are, he replied, there are thousands of people who want to be where you are right now. Remember that. He has also learned that the real world is hard and it doesn't care if you fall right on your face. And it's your responsibility to get back up and try again and never give up. His ideal good times are spent with family and friends, as well as surfing or martial arts and gaming. Please help me in welcoming to the show, future GQ cover story, Dalton Ballard. Hello and welcome to Morning Fuel. I am your host, John Bundy, and you are here because you believe in the power of the spoken word and its ability to change lives, and that by sharing our stories, we can help others to overcome challenges that they cannot overcome on their own. Whether it's a victory you need to win in business or in your own personal life, you understand that answers can be found in listening to others who are willing to share their stories knowing that their story ultimately doesn't belong to them. All right, today's guest, a model, actor, singer, and an aspiring booking agent. When asked what his keys to keeping himself productive are, he replied, there are thousands of people who want to be where you are right now. Remember that. He has also learned that the real world is hard and it doesn't care if you fall right on your face. And it's your responsibility to get back up and try again and never give up. His ideal good times are spent with family and friends, as well as surfing or martial arts and gaming. Please help me in welcoming to the show, future GQ cover story, Dalton Ballard. Thank you so much. Good to see you, sir. Have a seat, man. Make yourself at home. Well, here we are, Dalton. We we met um, at a an event for Snagadeal. Mm-hmm. We were putting together some things for that wonderful store in Williamsburg. Absolutely. Yeah. Incredible people. Incredible people, yeah. Stephanie and her family all are, are very incredible. So uh, you, you shared with me a story when, when we spoke there for the first time, and you talked about a challenge you had in, in your childhood and then how now you're using that for um, you know, an advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to us a little bit about that, that kind of genesis story of, of Dalton Ballard. Okay. Um, it started actually in high school. I was um, a freshman, and I was kind of figuring out, figuring out who I was, and I didn't really know who that was in all reality. I was just this kid who had a lot of possibilities in life, and I was like, ooh, I could be working at a McDonald's, I could be working in a hotel, I have no idea what I'm doing. And my mom just recently remarried. Uh, my father passed away when I was 10 years old. 
and we were going to see my step family for the first time in Colorado. And how old were you at this time? Uh, 14. 14, okay. And what happened was, is we were driving in a car, and my mom had a really nice Volvo, and it had hardwood interior. And I was sleeping, because I hate car rides, you can't stand them. But I was sleeping perfectly right on my temple. And my stepdad, who doesn't drive like a crazy person, but he, goes, he speeds just a little bit. Just sure. because it's fun to drive fast. Sure. Why not? This person did not know how to drive. That pulled out in front of us. He actually pulled out 30 miles an hour slower than we were going. And the highway was packed. It was either we get in a massive car pileup or we swerve right and swerve left. He did that, saving everyone. But what it did to me was, words can't even explain how bad it was. My head went back like this, and I smacked right back. And my temple damaged brain nerves all throughout here. And when it did that, I instantly forgot where I was. Hmm. It's like, okay, um, I'm in a car, I see my mom, who's the guy driving, and who's this really big dude next to me? It's my stepbrother at the time, Tony. And I just... Uh, so you had a traumatic brain injury. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't remember. At 14. I don't remember a lot of middle school. Um, I forgot my dad dying, my godmother, my grandfather, most of my family, honestly, wow. dying. But that wasn't really, like, the most traumatic part for me. The traumatic part was two weeks later, I woke up, and I was like, okay, I don't remember who I am. Hmm. Here's my hands. Those are my feet. That's my face. Where is my voice? And I sat there, actually crying, and I didn't know what to do. You, you couldn't speak? No, was I it? couldn't speak what I usually... I, I had an American accent before this. Okay. And hearing myself, I didn't believe it was me. I was like, okay, this is a dream. It's a sick joke wow. of some kind. And I didn't know what to do. And finally, I was sitting outside of Brown's house with my mother. And she looks at me after talking like this for God knows how long. And she goes, what is your problem, Dalton? This is not funny. Stop. And I look at her and I'm crying my eyes out. And I go, Mom, I'm not lying. Something's seriously wrong with me and I need your help. Please take me to the doctor. She goes, this is not okay. You don't remember a lot and you have this happen. We're taking you out now. They diagnosed me with amnesia. And then they said, hey, you're lucky to be alive. And I go, what do you mean by that? This syndrome that I had had a 66% chance that I was either going to a coma or death. Mm. And a 33% chance that I just had a change of voice. Right. And it happens actually right after a traumatic brain injury. And it rewrites your vocal cords to your heritage. So it went back to a bunch of like pastimes, you would say, of my old family. So I could have been had a Sky, Scottish accent, an Irish accent. Really? And this is actual a syndrome so, that's actual documented? Syndrome. Yes. My, um, I actually work with um, my manager. He has a client who suffers from the same exact syndrome I do. He woke up after an extreme car accident, super bad traumatic brain injury. Hmm. He could only speak Spanish. Wow. He's never taken a class of Spanish in his life. Really? He spoke it fluently. His family had to teach him how to speak American. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? So, wow. So, just now, you could look at this and say, well, that's cool. I mean, that's that's cool. But then at the same time, it's coming out from your mouth. You're thinking, what? This is not cool. Right. Wow. (laughs) So, so, wow. So, now, um, this is now, how old are you now? I am 18. 18. Okay. So, four years ago. Yeah. 
talk to us about the process of kind of coming to grips with this. I mean, you had to get, you got to, well, okay, this is me now. Yeah. So what, what about, what about that? It was weird. Um, there was a lot, there was an adjustment period where for the first two, three years, I just didn't feel comfortable with who I am. I was, I was, I sat there, I was like, I don't like this. Everyone made fun of me. They were like, oh, you're just doing it for attention. I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I gave myself an English accent and you guys think I did this on purpose. Right. I live in a country area. You right. really think I put that big of a bullseye on my back? Right, sure, like, sure. That's legitimately, that's a target you can't miss. Right. Like, you could throw a rock and hit a bullseye regardless. Right. And that was the most challenging part for me, is having my own friends that I've known since preschool look at me like, oh, you're lying. Mm. And I sat there, I was like, you, huh? You yeah. think I'd lie to you about this? Like, I tell right. you everything that I know, and you think I'm lying. Right. Like, right. that hurt alone. Sure. And then I had a teacher. She accused me of lying. Mm. She um, she said, why don't you just stop doing this for all the attention that you want? She said, I know you remember, and I know that you can actually talk normal, so why don't you stop? And I looked at her. Right. I said, actually, I'm not. It's in my 504, which you apparently did not read. Right. And wow. I can't believe you just said that to me, because we were writing an essay on um, who you were meant to be, or who mm. you are. Mm. And I rose a little bit before I hit my head, and then right after, I had no idea who I was. Right. How am I supposed to write a paper about someone who I am, which I don't know who I am? Yeah, right. So it's kind of just like a crossroads. You don't know which way's left or which way's right. Okay. And I was like, I can't rewrite this. Well, fake it. If I fake it, you'll fail me. Right. That's not my problem. Wow. So this is interesting. Uh, so you're, you, you've lost memories. Mm-hmm. Um and you're, you have a, a, an accent that you never had before, but the rest of you, I mean, you remembered your name. You, you, there, were cer- there were certain things from your past you yeah. could remember, uh, memories and things like that. And, and so here you are, you're, you're a man, and all of a sudden you've got somebody else's voice. Yeah, that was, um, that was really weird to um, go from this American, normal American kid who was like, oh, I love surfing, I love martial arts, and then be like, oh, I'm just a British kid who isn't actually British. So I'm like, okay, uh, this could go really bad for me. (laughs) It was a really weird situation. Have you been, have you been documenting this? Like, have you been journaling or do you ever think maybe it would be an interesting book? I mean, I think I mean, do it. Don't, don't hesitate on that. Start, start putting that together because it's something I really believe it's going to help other people to discover themselves. Now, when you talk about, you know, earlier you mentioned, you know, who, who are you? Who am I? I think a lot of us, um, not having the situation that you had happened to you, the, the circumstances happened to you, a, a lot of us have that, uh, and there are books written about it. People are trying to discover this. Who am I? You know, and, and what is my purpose? Absolutely. Like that. Talk about now this discovery of four years now. Um, what do you believe Dalton Ballard's purpose is? Do you, have you have you discovered that yet, or are you close to it, or you know, talk to us about that? Um, what I believe I'm supposed to be doing is um, it took me a while to figure it out because of that rough period and kind of like odd spot I was sure. in, and Freaky Friday kind of stuff in a real <laughs> bad really way, you know. Friday, yeah. yeah. And I feel like I I want to help people. I for everyone who was there for me. I want to be right. able to give back tenfold. Like mm. the people don't realize how much they really helped me when they said, "Hey, man, I believe you. You got this. Don't right. let people bring you down." 
that right there meant more to me than anyone could ever imagine. Sure, you had people believe in you. Exactly. Okay. And people to believe that my dreams could come true. Mm. That was like, what? Yeah. This is real. Like people believe in me. Yeah. And the next thing you know, I have an opportunity to be like, hey, I was offered this lifestyle. In the future, two, three years from now, don't forget your roots. Right. Because those made you who you are. So I feel like that situation made me who I am today. And it made me realize it was a God moment in all sure. honesty. I had a bad past, my mom said. I, uh, I had a lot of mental issues back in the day. Mm. And I went through a rough time. And I feel as though God said, hey, forget this. You don't deserve to figure this out. You don't need to know. Sure. Focus on the now. Okay. And that's what I kind of did. So I you got a clean slate that, that a lot of people really wish that they would get. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. And it made me realize like how fortunate I was hmm. to actually like be able to survive this or even like be able to tell my story and help other people because that voice that people don't have mm. and when they finally discovered they were like oh my gosh I wish I was able to do that for someone sure. else I wish someone would have done that for me right. at the time right, right. and when I realized that I was like wow this is what I want to do like I want to okay. help people and help voice, people to discover their voice exactly. that's amazing dude and like their dreams what they really want because once you figure out what your dreams are you never want to go back to just sure. flipping patties or being a hotel clerk Sure, you want it do your dreams you want to be a part of it and that's where my dreams come into play it's like I never thought that I would be an actor or a model or even a singer or training to be a junior booking agent right. which I'm not anymore but that's not the point it's the fact that I was able to do that in the first sure. place and to be able to teach other people to say hey it doesn't matter what people tell you your dreams right. are right there that you right. can grasp it fantastic don't let people discourage you because of it because there's so many people nowadays who are just going to hate on you and throw you down there put you in the mud and then laugh at you because you're in that spot but what they should be doing is being like oh you know what I feel bad you didn't deserve that so let me help you up but we live in a generation where if you make one mistake you will label as a bad guy for the rest of your life but people need to realize people can change people can help themselves throughout a bad spot in their life and that journey that story it defines who they are not the actions that they made in the past and I think that's really how I figured out who I was when I figured out in that beginning when I was in these classes for modeling it was like I want my dreams to come true I want others to as well and that's what kind of pushed me to a junior booking agent job is I can help other people get the jobs of their dreams that I would love and that made me smile, and I thought that that would make them smile as well. Fantastic, fantastic. So, talk to us more. So now, now I see you. You you got a taste of junior booking agent. Yeah. All right. So now you have the you have booking agent in your in your sights. Yeah. What does that job entail, and where do you see that taking you? You know, say five years from now. Well, my hopes and my dreams. I hope it takes me to company that I've actually watched since I was a little kid. Um, it's actually called, uh, they were a gaming company, they're called FaZe Clan. But it's not just a gaming company anymore, they have an esports team that can, they have a tournament that's in a video game right now, you can win 30 million dollars in prizes playing mm. a video game. Mm. 
10 years ago, that would have never been a thing. Right. People would have heard that idea and laughed at you, dead in right. the face. That'll never happen. Now look at us. $30 million on the line for a video game. Right. Like these companies have ideas that people were scared to do, but they're smart enough to do it. Like, who would have thought gaming would be what it is today? Mm. No one. Mm. Like, virtual reality. That's a thing no one thought would be a thing. And I want to be able to go into these companies and be like, you know, you've changed my life. You've helped me through so many bad parts. And this is actually on people. I watched videos when my traumatic brain injury happened. I watched these people there on YouTube all over. Right. And it's not the fact So that watching I'm, other gamers? Exactly. Like, okay. It's not even gamers. It's like vlogging and stuff like that. Seeing other people's lives and seeing how they react to it made me realize, okay, maybe I can do this. Mm. It's not that unrealistic. Right. Like these kids went from, I'd say maybe a decade ago, somewhere around there. Right. Don't remember the times. Times are a bit wonky sure. for me. But when they started this, they were just people who played Call of Duty. Right. And they made a clan. That's it. They're a multi million dollar company. Like that's. That journey, that story right there, I want to be a part of that. Mm. Like, I want to be a part of, like, the podcast, Impulsive. Like, I want to be a part of that, but behind the scenes, I don't care if I'm in front of a camera. Like, if my story's not told, I don't mind that. Mm. Being able to help people, that's what I care about. Right. And, like, being Fantastic. able to be a part of that company in general is like, I could do so much for other people. Yeah. I could do so much for that company, and I can make it, people realize they can do it. Like, it's, it doesn't matter if you're poor. You're rich, you're middle class, doesn't matter. You have talent, you have talent. Like, I came from nothing. I didn't have a lot of money. Right. I just believed that I could do it. And it came true. So. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, you know, listening to you and, and then thinking about when, when I was 18, when I was 14, I didn't care about anybody but myself. So it's wonderful for me to hear a young man that is that is looking forward to how he can help people, how he can do even better and better at that, mm -hmm. how he can help people discover their own voice. I think that might be a great uh, title for a, a podcast for you if you ever if you ever got you know the 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 desire to do something like that and have you know your your weekly podcast come out you know uh, Dalton Ballard discover your voice or something like that right you know so just just an idea you can have that it's free. Um, but, uh, you know, so, so, okay, excellent. So we talked about, you know, five years down the road. We talked about your traumatic brain injury and, and, and your, your rediscovery of yourself yeah. and actually discovery of, of a purpose yeah. that, that you now have in life. Uh, talk to us a little bit about your, your support system. Talk to us about the folks that do believe in you and, and have stuck with you no matter what and never accused you of lying and things like that. And then, um, uh, and then we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about about. The, the future that you that you see for yourself. So mm -hmm. tell us about your family and your your friends that stick with you. Well, my biggest support system is my mother. Um, hundred percent, she is an angel. Heaven sent. Right. I can't say enough good about my mother. Like my mother's also my best friend. So that's, that's that. fantastic. I'm I'm a mama's boy. Hundred gotcha. percent. So my Great. mother is absolutely everything to me. Yeah. But it goes beyond that. My mom. My mother's the mom of everything. She's the neighborhood mom. My mother has saved countless people from committing suicide just by mm. talking to them. Mm. And having her as my biggest support system, words can't explain how grateful I am. Like, and then my friends. 
I love my friends. They're not even my friends, they're my family, they're my brothers. I, yeah. I don't really think I have like friends you'd say I have family. Because mm. I don't, blood to me is just blood. Sure. Of course that's your family. But if you have love in your heart for somebody, that's your family. Mm. My family's big, I got a really okay, big family. Okay, that's great. I can look at my friends, give them a hug in a 7-Eleven, they'll hug my mom, hey mom, I love you. Right. Like, that's my support system. Deep friendships. Exactly. Family is my support system. It's not as much friendships. And that's what I want to develop with other people whenever I go out and possibly for this junior booking agent thing or the modeling things, like, make those friendships all around the world. So all, everyone can just be happy. They don't have to be at each other's throats. There's no drama. There's no deceit. There's just pure joy. Hmm. There's happiness. There's no lying, backstabbing. It's just happy. Right. And that's what I think my support system is. And my reality is just a bunch of people not afraid to tell you the truth. Hmm. They're like, yeah, we'll be brutal with you. It's because we love you. And I understand that. And I think that's why I think I've got to where I am. It's because they're brutally honest. So. Fantastic. I, I had this thought while, while you were speaking and loving your accent. You know, this is, I, I believe, I believe you were given a gift, uh, you know, and I, I, I know that, um, especially in America, mm. the British accent is very interesting. Oh yeah. Very it's interesting. Conversation so right, it is. Sure. Absolutely. Right. So, uh, have you ever yet gotten around some, some true blue blooded Brits and shared and then listened to what they're saying about this amazing accent you all of a sudden have and you you know weren't born and raised there. <laughs> what happens in those situations? Um I actually did do that. I um I was on a cruise, it's called Passport to Discovery. It's actually where a bunch of talent like singers, dancers, stand up comedians, actors, they all go and perform in front of like hundred and fifty agencies, like wow. Wilhelmina, Ford, these top notch model agencies. Mm. And sometimes they may even be like record companies, people who are looking for work for acting, singing, all kinds okay, of things, wow. right? And this guy, he works directly for London. And I was like, okay, um, I heard he wants to talk to me because he heard about my accent. I got you. So he walked So he heard the story of what oh, happened to you? And, okay, exactly, wow. Yeah, and he heard my story. He was like, I want to talk to you. I was in a callback room with like hundreds of agents. This guy just walks up to me. Hey, Dalton, is that. You, you Dalton, right? I was like, <laughs> me? I was like, yeah, I, I, I'm Dalton. <laughs> are you Warren? He goes, yes, I'm Warren. How are you? I'm like, I'm incredible. How are you? He goes, wow, you really do sound authentic, do you? Don't you? <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, what do you mean? Like, right. No, no, no. I mean, you know, they could they could call out an exactly. American imposter. Absolutely. You know, so. And he was like, I can't see you, like, breaking at all. What, what do you mean? He goes, you're really not faking, are you? I go, absolutely not. He goes, that's incredible. I go, what do you mean? Could he tell you where you're from, too? I know he that they're kind of... Northern England. Really? Like, it's like, you're so proper. <laughs> that's it's great, like, dude. It's incredible. I was sitting here like, huh? Yeah, I that's like, you great. think I'm from Northern England? He right. Goes, I think you were born and raised, and I think you're just joking with me. I'm like, no, I right. promise you I'm not. Um, that's the that's amazing. Thing. That's that's a that's a. I would say that's like a confirmation. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like okay, yeah, I I know that people can't say I'm a fake. Right. And I was like, huh. That, now, have you were you able to do? Have you ever done like an ancestry or something like that to oh, find yeah, out where oh, your yeah. family came um, from? Was it Northern England? Actually, we're UK immigrants. <laughs> my family. So okay. I realized like why those three like possibilities. 
London, Scotland, Ireland. Okay. Like those threes where it originated from. Gotcha. And like, those are the three little hat picks I could have picked. I'm oh, wow. I'm so glad That's I got neat. this. If I got a Scottish accent, I would hate it. <laughs> Come on, man. You've still been super cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can still have a story, but they, can, they sound so mean sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like, they get into it. Like, okay. Right. I can sound like, I'm not joking because of my accent, but Scottish people never sound like they're joking. They sound dead serious. All day, every day, right. and it's scary. No like, humor there, huh? None at all. <laughs> and like, I can have some dry humor with this and all kinds of things, right. but like, they just like, it's such dry humor. They right. just like, I don't know if they're joking or not. Like, yeah. he's gonna kill me or something. Right. Like, you don't know. And right. It's quite funny though, just to see like where I've come from and how yeah. my stories are brought and now where I'm at and yeah. how I can accept it for what it is and not dwell in the past because like what I told you the real world doesn't care if you fall in your right, face right. it's your responsibility to get back up just because like in a situation like if I did say wallop and I didn't want to do anything I would still be stuck in that same exact position that I was four years ago when I lost my voice and I lost my memories I'd still be that lost kid not knowing who he is but since I decided to get back up and face it head on and yeah. not be a wimp about it, I saw the blessing within a curse. It's like looking at a rose and thinking it's ugly just because it has thorns. Mm. It's not true. Right. A rose is absolutely beautiful. Right. You just have to accept the thorns with it. And that's my biggest thing. Life's like a rose. What are you going to say? Life's ugly just because it has thorns? Mm. Or is it just as beautiful just because of the flower? Mm. you got to see both, not just one. Right. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, Dalton, a pleasure. Uh, before I before I ask you my last question, um, tell us how um, uh, you know we can get in contact with you. How how we can connect with you on social media? How can folks do that? Okay. Um, well, my Instagram is Dalton Ballard underscore official. Uh, apparently, Dalton B was taken. So gotcha. I didn't do all that. <laughs> but um, I don't really have um, too much. I have to keep my email a little bit private. Sure. Just so like spam oh sure spam oh yeah yeah absolutely but um the best way to contact me is on instagram because if you dm me i'll be able to respond to you very very quickly and if you really want to try to get really bad try to get in contact you can add me on facebook as well stolts and ballads i'm not too hard to find excellent very cool all right let's go into the future here Dalton Ballard has uh, not only has a purpose for his life, but he's got dreams. What is your biggest goal that you, you just look in the future and say, okay, I'm not there yet, but this is where I want to be. Where is that? I want maybe 10, 15, 20 years from the future. I've seen my, bro my brothers and my friends and my family, they all made mistakes. And being the youngest in my family, I was able to see the mistakes that my family made and be able to be like okay this is where they went wrong this is where they went right but I want to be able to 20 years in the future have a house if someone needs help I'm right there behind them hey I got you come over doesn't matter if you don't don't have a job I have your back because when people do that it makes you realize who they really are because you'll realize who your true friends are when you hit rock bottom. Mm. And I want to be able to give back to them, like the life that they never had. Because my friends and my family, we never were grown up on champagne taste. We were lucky to get vodka. 
Right. Like, that's a metaphor. Um, we would, I wouldn't say lower class, I'd say lower middle, I'd say. And I want to be able to give that champagne taste to everyone that's cared about me and, like, give back to charities and just have my own house and not worry about what's going to happen next. Just be stable, invest, not be stupid with my money, like, spend it on a bunch of jewellery and clothes. Like, I don't need all that. I got one fancy suit. I got from a good place called Snagadeal that's super affordable <laughs> and I have this much money I can save on my bills because I'm not ignorant I'm not childish because so many people in my generation only focus on the cars the clothes and the jewellery and the girls that's all they care about but if you got your head on your shoulders right just sat there and actually looking at life for what it is you can accomplish so many and that's what I want. That's where I want to be in the future. It's just to be in a stable, comfortable spot. To be like, okay, I don't have to work if I don't want to. Or, you know what? I want to work because I love it. And that's where I want to be. Very cool. Dalton, a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much for being on the show. And we look forward to hearing more. And I know that folks are going to want to reach out to you. So uh, looking forward to seeing what the future holds for you, and please keep in touch. Of course. All right? You have a great night, and we'll see you soon. Thank you so much. Excellent. I was getting the jitters and all kinds of things. I'm so nervous. I've never done something like this. Four times a week. I I do once Monday mornings. I have a a podcast, and then... um, Hello and welcome to Morning Fuel. I am your host, John Bundy, and you are here because you believe in the power of the spoken word and its ability to change lives, and that by sharing our stories, we can help others to overcome challenges that they cannot overcome on their own. Whether it's a victory you need to win in business or in your own personal life, you understand that the answers can be found in listening to others who are willing to share their stories knowing that their story ultimately doesn't belong to them. All right, today's guest, a model, actor, singer, and an aspiring booking agent. When asked what his keys to keeping himself productive are, he replied, there are thousands of people who want to be where you are right now. Remember that. He has also learned that the real world is hard and it doesn't care if you fall right on your face. And it's your responsibility to get back up and try again and never give up. His ideal good times are spent with family and friends, as well as surfing or martial arts and gaming. Please help me in welcoming to the show, future GQ cover story, Dalton Ballard. Thank you so much. Good to see you, sir. Have a seat, man. Make yourself at home. Well, here we are, Dalton. We we met um, at a an event for Snagadeal. Mm-hmm. We were putting together some things for that wonderful store in Williamsburg. Absolutely. Yeah. Incredible people. Incredible people, yeah. Stephanie and her family all are, are very incredible. So uh, you, you shared with me a story when, when we spoke there for the first time. 
and you talked about a challenge you had in, in your childhood and then how now you're using that for um, you know an advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to us a little bit about that that kind of genesis story of, of Dalton Ballard. Okay. Um, it started actually in high school. I was um, a freshman and I was kind of figure out, figuring out who I was and I didn't really know who that was in all reality. I was just this kid who had a lot of possibilities in life and I was like, ooh, I could be working at a McDonald's, I could be working in a hotel, I have no idea what I'm doing. And my mom just recently remarried, uh, my father passed away when I was 10 years old, and we were going to see my stepfamily for the first time in college. And how old were you at this time? Uh, 14. 14, okay. And what happened was, is we were driving in a car, and my mom had a really nice Volvo, and it had hardwood interior. And I was sleeping, because I hate car rides, I can't stand them, but I was sleeping perfectly right on my temple. And my stepdad, who doesn't drive like a crazy person, but he go he speeds just a little bit, just sure. because it's fun to drive fast. Sure. Why not? This person did not know how to drive. That pulled out in front of us. He actually pulled out thirty miles an hour slower than we were going, and the highway was packed. It was either we get in a massive car pileup or we swerve right and swerve left. He did that, saving everyone, but. What it did to me was, words can't even explain how bad it was. My head went back like this, and I smacked right back. And my temple damaged brain nerves all throughout here. And when it did that, I instantly forgot where I was. Hmm. It's like, okay, um, I'm in a car, I see my mom. Who's the guy driving, and who's this really big dude next to me? It's my stepbrother at the time, Tony. And I just... So you had a traumatic brain injury. Oh yeah, um, I don't remember. At fourteen, I don't remember a lot of middle school. Um, I forgot my dad dying, my godmother, my grandfather, most of my family honestly wow. dying. But that wasn't really like the most traumatic part for me. The traumatic part was two weeks later, I woke up, and I was like, okay, I don't remember who I am. Hmm. Here's my hands. Those are my feet. That's my face. Where is my voice and I sat there actually crying and I didn't know what to do you you couldn't speak no I it? couldn't speak what I usually I, I had an American accent before this okay and hearing myself I didn't believe it was me I was like okay this is a dream mom this it's not a sick joke wow. of some kind and I didn't know what to do and finally I was sitting outside of Brown's house with my mother and she looks at me after talking like this for God knows how long and she goes what is your problem, Dalton? This is not funny. Stop. And I look at her and I'm crying my eyes out and I go, Mom, I'm not lying. Something's seriously wrong with me and I need your help. Please take me to the doctor. She goes, this is not okay. You don't remember a lot and you have this happen. We're taking you right now. They diagnosed me with amnesia and then they said, hey, you're lucky to be alive. And I go, what do you mean by that? This syndrome that I had had a 66% chance that I was either going to a coma or death. Mm. And a 33% chance that I just had a change of voice. Right. And it happens actually right after a traumatic brain injury. And it rewrites your vocal cords to your heritage. So it went back to a bunch of like pastimes, you would say, of my old family. So I could have been had a Scottish accent, an Irish accent. Really? And this is actual a syndrome so, that's documented? Syndrome. Yes. My, um, I actually work with um, my manager. He has a client who suffers from the same exact syndrome I do. He woke up after an extreme car accident. 
super bad traumatic brain injury. Mm. It only speaks Spanish. Wow. He's never taken a class of Spanish in his life. Really? He spoke it fluently. His family had to teach him how to speak American. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? So, wow. So, just now, you could look at this and say, well, that's cool. I mean, that's that's cool. But then at the same time, it's coming out from your mouth. You're thinking, what? This is not cool. Right. Wow. (laughs) So. So wow! So now, um, this is now. How old are you now? I am eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. So f- four years ago. Yeah. Uh, talk to us about the process of kind of coming to grips with this. I mean, you had to get. You got to. Well, okay, this is me now. Yeah. So was, what? What about? What about that? It was weird. Um, there was a lot. There was an adjustment period where, for the first two three years, I just didn't feel comfortable with who I am. I was just, I was I sat there I was like I don't like this everyone make, made fun of me they were like oh you're just doing it for attention I'm like and I'm thinking to myself okay I gave myself an a, a English accent and you guys think I did this on purpose right. I live in a country area you right. really think I put that big of a bullseye on my back right sure like, sure that's legitimately that's a target you can't miss right like you could throw a rock and hit a bullseye regardless right and that was the most challenging part for me is having my own friends that I've known since preschool look at me like, oh, you're a liar. Mm. And I sat there, I was like, you, huh? You yeah. think I'd lie to you about this? Like, I tell right. you everything that I know, and you think I'm lying. Right. Like, right. that hurt alone. Sure. And then I had a teacher. She accused me of lying. Mm. She, um, she said, why don't you just stop doing this for all the attention that you want? She said, I know you remember, and I know that you can actually talk normal, so why don't you stop? And I looked at her. Right. I said, actually, I'm not. It's in my 504, which you apparently did not read. Right. And wow. I can't believe you just said that to me. Because we were writing an essay on um, who you were meant to be, or who mm. you are. Mm. And I wrote a little bit before I hit my head. And then right after, I had no idea who I was. Right. How am I supposed to write a paper about someone who I am, which I don't know who I am? Yeah, it's, right. It's kind of just like a crossroads. You don't know which way's left or which way's right. Okay. And I was like, I can't rewrite this. Well, fake it. If I fake it, you'll fail me. Right. That's not my problem. Wow. So this is interesting. Uh, so you're, you, you've lost memories, mm-hmm. um, and you're, you have a, a, an accent that you never had before, <laughs> but the rest of you, I mean, you remembered your name. You, you, there, were cer- there were certain things from your past you yeah. could remember, uh, memories and things like that, and and so here you are, you're you're a man, and all of a sudden you've got somebody else's voice. Yeah, that was um, that was really weird to um go from this American normal American kid who was like, oh, I love surfing, I love martial arts, and then be like, oh, I'm just a British kid who isn't actually British. Right. So I'm like, okay, uh, this could go really bad for me. Wow. <laughs> it was a really weird situation. But have you been Have you been documenting this? Like, have you been journaling, or do you ever think maybe it would be an interesting book? I mean, I think oh, I absolutely. mean, yeah, so all the time. do it. Don't Don't hesitate on that. Start Start putting that together because it's something I really believe it's going to help other people to discover themselves. Now, when you talk about you know earlier, you mentioned you know who Who are you? Who am I? I think a lot of us um, not having the situation that you had happened to you, the, the circumstances happened to you. A lot of us have that, uh, and there are books written about it. People are trying to discover this. Who am I? You know, and, and what is my purpose? Absolutely. Like that. Talk about now this discovery of four years now. Um, what do you believe Dalton Ballard's purpose is? 
do you have you have you discovered that yet or are you close to it or you know talk to us about that um what I believe I'm supposed to be doing is um it took me a while to figure it out because of that rough period and kind of like odd spot I was sure in. and freaky Friday kind of stuff in a real <laughs> bad really way you know Friday, yeah. yeah and I feel like I I want to help people I for everyone who was there for me I want to right. be able to give back tenfold. Like mm. the people don't realize how much they really helped me when they said, "Hey, man, I believe you. You got this. Don't right. let people bring you down." That right there meant more to me than anyone could ever imagine. Sure, yeah, it's people believe in you. Exactly. Okay. And people to believe that my dreams could come true. Mm. That was like, what? Yeah. This is real. Like people believe in me. Yeah. And then next thing you know, I have an opportunity to be like, "Hey." offered this lifestyle in the future two or three years from now don't forget your roots because those made you who you are so I feel like that situation made me who I am today and it made me realize it was a god moment in all honesty I had a bad past my mom said I I had a lot of mental issues back in the day Mm. and I went through a rough time and I feel as though God said hey forget this you don't deserve to figure this out you don't need to know sure focus on the now okay and that's what I kind of did so you got a clean slate that that a lot of people really wish that they would get absolutely yeah and it made me realize like how fortunate I was Mm. to actually like be able to survive this or even like be able to tell my story and help other people because that voice that people don't have Mm. And when they finally discovered, they were like, oh, my gosh, I wish I was able to do that for someone sure. else. I wish someone would have done that for me right. at the time. Right, right, And when I realized that, I was like, wow, this is what I want to do. Like, I want to okay. help people. And Help people to discover their voice. Exactly. That's amazing, dude. And, like, their dreams, what they really want. Because once you figure out what your dreams are, you never want to go back to just sure. flipping patties or being a hotel clerk. Sure. You want to do your dreams. You want to be a part of it. And that's where my dreams come into play. It's like, I never thought that I would be an actor or a model or even a singer or training to be a junior booking agent, right. which I'm not anymore, but that's not the point. It's the fact that I was able to do that in the first sure. place. And to be able to teach other people to say, hey, it doesn't matter what people tell you. Your dreams right. are right there. That you right. can grasp it. Fantastic. Don't let people discourage you because of it. Because there's so many people nowadays who are just going to hate on you and throw you down there, put you in the mud, and then laugh at you because you're in that spot. But what they should be doing is being like, oh, you know what, I feel bad. You didn't deserve that, so let me help you up. But we live in a generation where if you make one mistake, you will label as a bad guy the rest of your life. But people need to realize people can change, people can help themselves throughout a bad spot in their life and that journey that story defines who they are not the actions that they made in the past and I think that's really how I figured out who I was when I figured out in that beginning when I was in these classes for modeling it was like I want my dreams to come true I want others to as well and that's what kind of pushed me to a junior booking agent job is I can help other people get the jobs of their dreams that I would love and that made me smile, and I thought that that would make them smile as well. Fantastic, fantastic. So, talk to us more. So now, now I see 
you 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 got a taste of junior booking agent. Yeah. All right, so now you have the you have booking agent in your in your sights. Yeah. What does that job entail, and where do you see that taking you? You know, say five years from now. Well, my hopes and my dreams. I hope it takes me to a company that I've actually watched since I was a little kid. Um, it's actually called. Uh, they were a gaming company. They're called Face Clan. But it's not just a gaming company anymore. They have an esports team that can. They have a tournament that's in a video game right now. You can win thirty million dollars in prizes playing mm. a video game. Mm. Ten years ago, that would have never been a thing. Right. People would have heard that idea and laughed at you. Dead in right. case. That will never happen. Now look at us. Mm. Thirty million dollars on the line for a video game. Right. Like these companies have ideas that people were scared to do. But they're smart enough to do it. Like, who would have thought gaming would be what it is today? Mm. No one. Mm. Like, virtual reality. That's a thing no one thought would be a thing. And I want to be able to go into these companies and be like, you know, you've changed my life. You've helped me through so many bad parts. And this is actually um, people. I watch videos when my traumatic brain injury happened. I watch these people there on YouTube all over. Right. And it's not the fact So watching other gamers. Exactly. It's not even gamers. It's like vlogging and stuff like that. Seeing other people's lives and seeing how they react to it made me realize, okay, maybe I can do this. Mm. It's not that unrealistic. Right. Like these kids went from, I'd say maybe a decade ago, somewhere around there. Right. Don't remember the times. Times are a bit wonky for me. But when they started this, they were just people who played Call of Duty. Right. And they made a clan. That's it. Now a multi-million dollar company. Like that's that journey, that story right there. I want to be a part of that. Mm. Like I want to be a part of like the podcast impulsive. Like I want to be a part of that, but behind the scenes. I don't care if I'm in front of a camera. Like if my story's not told, I don't mind that. Mm. Being able to help people, that's what I care about. Right. And like being Fantastic. able to be a part of that company in general is like I could do so much for other people. Yeah. I could do so much for that company. And I can make it people realize they can do it. Like it's doesn't matter if you're poor, you're rich, you're middle class, doesn't matter. You have talent, you have talent. Like I came from nothing. I didn't have a lot of money. Right. I just believed that I could do it. And it came true. So. Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, you know, listening to you and, and then thinking about when when I was eighteen, when I was fourteen, I didn't care about anybody but myself. So it's wonderful for me to hear a young man that is that is looking forward to how he can help people, how he can do even better and better at that, mm-hmm. how he can help people discover their own voice. I think that might be a great uh, title for a a podcast for you if you ever if you ever got you know the 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 desire to do something like that and have you know your your weekly podcast come out you know uh, Dalton Ballard discover your voice or something like that right you know so just just an idea you can have that it's free. Um, but, uh, you know, so, so okay, excellent. So we talked about, you know, five years down the road. We talked about your traumatic brain injury and, and, and your, your rediscovery of yourself yeah. and actually discovery of, of a purpose yeah. that, that you now have in life. Uh, talk to us a little bit about your, your support system. Talk to us about the folks that do believe in you and, and have stuck with you no matter what and never accused you of lying and things like that. And then, um, uh, and then we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about about. The, the future that you that you see for yourself. So mm-hmm. tell us about your family and your your friends that stick with you. Well, my biggest support system is my mother. Um, 100%. She is an angel. 
heaven say right. I can't say enough good about my mother. Like my mother's also my best friend, so that's, that's that. fantastic. I'm I'm a mama's boy, gotcha. so my Great. mother is absolutely everything to me. Yeah. But it goes beyond that. My mom, my mother's the mom of everybody. She's the neighborhood mom. My mother has saved countless people from committing suicide just by mm. talking to them. Mm. And having her as my biggest support system, <laughs> words can't explain how grateful I am. Like, and then my friends. I love my friends. They're not even my friends, they're my family, they're my brothers. I, yeah. I don't really think I have like the friends you'd say I have family. Because mm. I don't. Blood to me is just blood. Sure. Of course, that's your family. But if you have love in your heart for somebody, that's your family. Mm. My family's big. I got a really okay, big family. Okay, that's great. I can look at my friends, give them a hug in a 7 Eleven, and they'll hug my mom. Hey, mom, I love you. Right. Like, that's my support Deep system. friendships. Exactly. Family is my support system. It's not as much friendships. And that's what I want to develop with other people whenever I go out and possibly for this junior booking agent thing or the modeling things, like make those friendships all around the world. Hmm. So all everyone can just be happy. They don't have to be at each other's throats. There's no drama. There's no deceit. There's just pure joy. Hmm. There's happiness. There's no lying backstabbing right and that's like, I think my support system is and the reality is just a bunch of people not afraid to tell you the truth mm. like yeah we'll be brutal with you it's because we love you and I understand that and I think that's why I think I've gotten to where I am it's because they're brutally honest so fantastic I, I had this thought while, while you were speaking and loving your accent you know this is I, I believe I believe you were given a gift uh, you know and I, I, I know that um, especially in America, mm. the British accent is very interesting. Oh yeah, very it's interesting. Conversation, so right? It is sure. absolutely <laughs> right. So, uh, have you ever yet gotten around some some true blue blooded Brits and shared oh, and then listened to what they're saying about this amazing accent you all of a sudden have and you you know weren't born and raised there? <laughs> actually, what happens in those situations? Um, I actually did do that. I um, I was on a cruise. It's called Passport to Discovery. It's actually where a bunch of talent, like singers, dancers, stand-up comedians, actors, they all go and perform in front of like 150 agencies, like wow. Wilhelmina, Ford, these top-notch model agencies. Mm. And sometimes they may even be like record companies, people who are looking for work for acting, singing, all kinds okay, of things, wow. right? And this guy, he works directly for London. And I was like, okay. He wants to talk to me because he heard about my accent. I got you. So he walked. So he and, heard the story of what oh, happened to you. Heard, okay. Exactly, wow. Yeah. And he heard my story. He was like, "I want to talk to you." I was in a callback room with like hundreds of agents. This guy just walks up to me. Hey, Dalton, was that you? You Dalton, right? I was like, <laughs> me. I was like, yeah. I, I'm Dalton. <laughs> are you Warren? He goes, yes, I'm Warren. How are you? I'm like, I'm incredible. How are you? He goes, wow. Really do sound authentic, do you? <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, what do you mean? Like, right? No, no, no. I mean, you know, they could they could call out a exactly. American imposter. Absolutely. You know, so. And he was like, I can't see you like breaking at all. Like, what? What do you mean? He goes, you you're not faking, are you? I go, Absolutely not. He goes, that's incredible. I go, what do you mean? Could he tell you where you're from too? I know he that they're kind from of Northern England. Really? Like, it's like it used so proper. <laughs> that's great, it's like, dude. It's incredible. I was sitting here like, 
if someone needs help, I'm right there behind them. Hey, I got you. Come over. Doesn't matter if you don't don't have a job. I have your back. Because when people do that, it makes you realize who they really are. Because you'll realize who your true friends are when you hit rock bottom. Mm. And I want to be able to give back to them like the life that they never had. Because when my friends and my family, we never have grown up on champagne taste. We were lucky to get vodka. Right. Like, and that's a metaphor. Um, we were, I wouldn't say lower class, I'd say lower middle, I'd say. And I want to be able to give that champagne taste to everyone that's cared about me and like give back to charities and just have my own house and not worry about what's going to happen next. Just be stable, invest, not be stupid with my money, like spend it on a bunch of jewelry and clothes. Like, I don't need all that. I got one fancy suit that I got from a good place called Snagadeal that's super affordable. <laughs> and. I have this much money I can save on my bills because I'm not ignorant, I'm not childish. Because so many people in my generation only focus on the cars, the clothes, and the jewelry, and the girls. It's all they care about. But if you got your head on your shoulders, right, just sat there and actually looking at life for what it is, we can accomplish so many things. And that's what I want. That's where I want to be in the future. It's just to be in a stable comfortable spot to be like okay I don't have to work if I don't want to or you know what I want to work because I love it and that's where I want to be very cool Dalton a pleasure it's a pleasure thank you very much for being on the show and we look forward to hearing more and I know that folks are going to want to reach out to you so uh, looking forward to seeing what the future holds for you and please keep in touch of course All right, you have a great night and we'll see you soon thank you so much and all kinds of things. I'm so nervous. I've never done something like this. It's, well, it's so four times a week. I, I do once Monday mornings. I have a, a, a podcast. And then... Um very cool. Dalton, a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much for being on the show. And we look forward to hearing more. And I know that folks are going to want to reach out to you. So... Uh, Looking forward to seeing what the future holds for you, and please keep in touch. Of course. All right? You have a great night, and we'll see you soon. Thank you so much.